Hey everyone, this is Gary Kay, and we are doing another pre-ISE video cast. This time with the company that has probably, in fact, not probably has won the best booth award more than any company at ISE, and that's uh, Sharp NEC Display. Um, I'm here with uh, Ian Barnard, who is the Senior Vice President of Marketing and Product Management, as well as Toby Augustin, who is the Manager of Product Management at Sharp NEC Display Solutions Europe. Gentlemen, good morning. How are you? Very good. Thanks, Gary. Lovely, good, to, thanks. lovely to see you again this year. It is. It, I'm excited to be having a regular show. I've always loved your booth because y'all... You're not product focused, you're applications focused and you're theme focused. So therefore, as a as a as a client to come in your booth, what I learn is how you how you um, position the products and how you use the products and how they differentiate themselves out of the other companies that have similar products. You've always done a really good job there. So tell me what what's your booth going to look like this year? Am I going to see something similar? I mean, by the way, you're going to be in Hall 3 and uh, 3E600. That's right. Yeah. Hall 3, uh, E600. So the same location as, as the last year, but a very different looking booth. Um, but you're right. Yes, we do focus very much on the theming and the application. So this year, the theme is a lasting vision. And here we're talking very much about sustainability, obviously a very hot topic, not just in our industry, but worldwide yeah. across all industries. Uh, and when we talk about sustainability, we really start with quality from Sharp NEC point of view. And, and that's where we really focus on the quality during the, the, the R&D process, the design process, as well as to manufacture. Uh, and we really pride ourselves on building products and solutions that last. Uh, and it, isn't, it doesn't just stop there with the, uh, with the installation. It actually carries on with the, um, the service and support uh, and I'm pleased to say that in terms of sustainability and quality and service, we've already won a fair number of awards. So that's the kind of overall theme of the booth this this year. And as well as the products and the organization that's behind it, building in and feeding into that sustainability story, the booth itself, we've really focused on that this year to represent that message. So we're using the main two materials we're using. Are yeah, both fiber. Picture, let me put that picture back up really quick. I noticed that you have green, like right away you yeah. see that sustainability with the green LED and the green glow from it. But yeah, and, and you're yeah. talking about the sustainable materials that you're using in the booth. Yeah, it, it gives a kind of fresh and modern feel, but it really yeah, it lends does. into the- into It's very much like a retail store. It, yeah, it, it is a little bit and it's very, well, I hope when we all see it, uh, in the flesh, it will, it will stand up to that as well. But the main materials we're using are either recyclable or recycled. Uh, we're reusing the aluminium frame from last year, uh, and that, of course, is recyclable afterwards. And then the main other material is chipboard. Um, so again, very sustainable, but also even the soft furnishings, the carpets and the curtains we're using, we've already been discussing with other organizations to repurpose those afterwards. Uh, and the curtains, for example, we're, we're working on getting those to a theater. So, so the, the theme idea. is very much sustainability this year. Yeah, that's a great idea. We actually went to a show earlier this year where they had no carpet in the show um, as a way to, you know, I had no idea that they roll these carpets up and 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 and, and dump them after a show. I didn't realize yeah. they reuse these things. I, I think that you're ahead of the message there um, and ahead of the curve as usual. I mean, uh, and I get your message of quality too because 
one of the things that you're dealing with is a lot of competition coming from countries where the brands don't even have a presence in North America or even Europe, much less a sales presence, but also not even a support presence. One thing that's unique about NEC is you're one of the very few, they're one of only two companies in the world that makes every type of technology uh, and you actually make it yourself. So therefore you actually have control over the production and support side of things. Um, so I think I, I get that message. I think that's a big deal for NEC and, and has really helped you as you've entered in new, new markets like LED as an example, um, because absolutely. there's a lot of sameness. That's a sea of sameness in LED. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's very much a strength of us and the breadth of the range, the number of markets and verticals and segments we address with huge numbers of products across multiple categories really right. feeds into that. And the service operation uh, and also our global sales operation means that we can bring that all together, not just on a local or regional basis, but on a truly worldwide basis. Yeah, y'all actually coordinate globally, which most brands don't do, which is uh, yeah. a, a refreshing. Uh, we've actually experienced that ourselves at the Rave Agency. I, I want to talk about, I want to want, I'm kind of curious, like, you know, it's been almost two years uh, since the since the merger. What's the status on that? Uh, Toby or Ian, who's the best one to talk about that? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll start off on, on that one. In terms okay. of the joint venture, you're right. It's probably ju it's just over two years now. Uh, it officially kicked off in November 2020, so right in the middle of, of COVID. Um, so it's just over two, two years. And the last envision actually builds into that as well. It talks about the enduring and developing nature of Sharp and NEC together and what we're doing in the market and, and moving forward. So last year, you'll remember, we talked about one company and two brands, and that's still very much the case. But in the background, there's been a huge amount of uh, harmonization and alignment on systems and processes, IT structures, supply chain, et cetera. But in terms of our customers and partners, some of the areas they will see more of as, as we go through, uh, we've harmonized and brought together our channel sales team, our pro-AV sales team from both sides. So that, that's one thing. But another challenge right from the start was we had two separate lineups in the yeah. areas that overlapped. Yeah. So this is LFD and interactive. Yeah. Um, so that's the starting point. It's unavoidable, the starting point. So there's been a lot of work to start to bring those together. And you'll see we're going through a process of rationalization and consolidation at the moment till we have one harmonized product range to bring to market and to support. And I think probably even more important, something that's really been picking up speed in the last year or so, is we've really aligned our R&D, our engineering and our planning in Japan and the Far East. So the products and the solutions that are being developed now that are coming through are benefiting from the experience uh, and the expertise from both sides of, of the business. And you'll see some of those products coming through on the, on the on the booth this year. Whether it's under a Sharp brand or an NEC brand, we're very agnostic in that. We're playing to our strengths. With LFT, in terms of non-interactive, our NEC presence is, is, is much larger. In terms of the new interactive products that are coming through in the existing lineup, maybe Sharp is slightly stronger. Yeah. But regardless of which brand it is, you can be sure the comprehensive range of quality products. So that's kind of where we are at the moment. So, but you know, we're still moving forward. Yeah, one of, one of the things that happened right before the pandemic, I was literally in New York City 
uh, at the at the the, the flagship uh, Microsoft store when Sharp introduced the world's first Windows collaboration display. Um, and that was a big deal. Like it was being introduced worldwide in five different locations simultaneously. And I was fortunate enough to be one of the speakers at that event. It was literally like a week before the pandemic. It was the craziest time yeah. ever, Toby. Um, tell me about that product and kind of where it is now, because now finally, you know, there's a lot of these things being installed and it was the first Windows certified collaboration device. Exactly. I mean, this this whole thing about the Windows collaboration displays, it was coming, as you mentioned, before the pandemic hit, yeah. but it was actually going in the direction that we're moving now with meeting and collaboration, that offices are connected, um, companies um, emphasize more on remote um, uh, video conferencing, and not everybody has to attend customer meetings in person. Um, so yeah, a lot of ha has happened in the last two years in this category. And obviously, more and more technologies are going in this. The Windows Collaboration Display Initiative from Microsoft was kind of the, the Kickstarter for the whole uh, yeah. development in this area. But obviously, uh, it, it didn't stop only there. There are far more technologies now going in the same direction. And we had a fair bit of installations with these technologies, but there's a natural development to take it even further, um, to go into different inch sizes, to uh, adopt some of the core technologies like USB Type-C, for example, and making things more easy and easier to operate. So this is basically also what we are trying to show at the IEC this year. Yeah, and two we showed we just showed two of the products. Let's go mm -hmm. back over those really quickly. One of them, your LED FE zero zero nine. Let's the yeah. model number doesn't really matter, but it's a. Yeah. a am I correct? It's a hundred and four inch exactly um, LED based Windows collaboration. So it's a Windows front row based uh, Teams front row based product. Um, this is critical because it's 21 by nine uh, aspect ratio display exactly. and it takes advantage of Windows fr uh, Teams front row or Microsoft Teams front row. I keep saying Windows. Yeah. Microsoft yeah. Teams front row, but it also can be used for, you know, pretty much any collaboration system, but you're showing it here in that configuration. Um, the other product uh, that I saw that was really cool is you have the dual room system, the 265 inch displays with the camera exactly. in between. If we yeah. could pop that back up here. Um, I think yeah. that's a, a cool product to see because in that case, um, you're showing um, collaboration technology with, you know, interactive collaboration technology with the camera in the middle, which is kind of neat because most yes. of the time we're looking yeah. up or looking down. Uh, exactly. And when you put a camera low in a meeting room, that's a very uncomfortable place to be if you have an interactive board. So therefore, uh, you're going to have both these at the at the booth. Exactly. So meeting and collaboration is one of the key focus areas we would like to highlight. It's also what we have highlighted last year. And that's also where Sharp and NEC as two joining companies yeah. have their strength. Sharp a little bit more than, than NEC. But with those two products, we would also like to educate a little bit partners and customers in the market. Uh, obviously, Microsoft is highlighting the 21 by 9 aspect ratio, but it does not exclude dual full HD side right. by side. Um, there are advantages and disadvantages for both aspect ratios. And we simply would like to show you can create a 21 by 9 aspect ratio with direct view LED. Then you get 104 inch for the um, Microsoft front row layout. But you can also use the dual collaboration display, which is two mm -hmm. times uh, 16 by 9 next to each other. It also has a lot of advantages and it's supported by Microsoft Teams Room. 
So yeah, that's, yeah. That's so let's pop, let's put the two monitors back up because I want to mention one thing about this um, this dual display concept using the sixty five inch monitors. This could also be done with two projectors. You could literally do this and get thirty two by nine. Basically, this is a thirty ten by nine aspect ratio. Imagine doing this with two projectors and a camera in the middle. Since we're talking about projectors, let's move into higher education because uh -huh. obviously that's an area where projectors are still primarily the display technology being used. Of course, we'd love to see them move into LED, but the rea reality of the situation is most uh, K through 12 doesn't have the budget yet and uh, higher education, um, it's an upgrade cycle thing. So uh, obviously you're gonna be showing some of the new te uh, projection technology for higher education. Exactly. So in higher education, um, let's say two of the, um, the new products that we're showing is, uh, first of all, one uh, projector with 8000 centalum, the new PV series, that's additional products uh, that we're launching a new series, which is, I mean, 8000 lumen, that's for, let's say, uh, a, a classroom, yeah. bigger classroom, but the 17000 lumen centalum projector, the, the PA1705, yeah, exactly. This one is definitely for lecture halls. So if you yeah. really need a bigger image, as you mentioned, Gary, LED may a little bit too expensive here displays may not be big enough that's where the pa series is is coming in and yeah for higher education this is best performance uh, per, i'm old uh, enough to have been in the market back in the day when uh when they when we we had uh you know thousand lumen uh projectors that were the size of a refrigerator so it's, it's just mind-boggling to me that we have these small form factor 7,000 and set or 8,000 and 17,000 exactly. uh, lumen projectors. So I, I just blown away in that. Um, yeah. One of the cool things that um, I first saw ever in NEC's booth years ago was digital signage being represented by projection. Um, mm. I thought that was the coolest thing where you, you know, everyone just made an assumption that uh, flat panel display technology would dominate uh, retail and signage applications. But there's a lot of applications. I mean, outside of that, you have a full line of retail displays um, that have all sorts of connectivity and uh, inherent player options, including an SDM. Your SDM lineup is, is, is probably one of the best in the industry. Um, talk about that for just a second, because what you're doing there is quite unique. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the modular approach that we're doing is going also in this overall a philosophy of Sharp and you see that one size does not fit all. And while other brands say they have one solution to serve all the different levels of performance, we believe that customers should have a choice what level of performance they would like to pay. And also they should be able to upgrade their products in the future to operate them much longer. That all plays into this sustainability um, um, story that we would like to tell. So the modular computing uh, lineup has always been really strong with, with NEC in the past and now on the sharp NEC, we're bringing it to the next level. So right now what we can offer is a more entry-level lineup with the Raspberry Pi kit. Mm -hmm. As you may know, we have a slot, a dedicated. Yeah, let's put those back up. That's the one that's, I think, in the back of the image back exactly. there. Exactly. Right? From yeah. the three the three items, the devices, the one in the back is the Raspberry yeah. Pi um, MPI4 kit. But then we have the OPS form factor yeah. of Intel that has been introduced, I believe, two years ago. In 10, uh, 2010 or so. And now with, with the SDM, the smart display module, um, it's the new form factor that has also offers a lot of potential and we run the OPS and SDM lineup in parallel because they are customers for both yeah. slotted technologies. And what also is available in the SDM form factor now is a very promising product. It's our USB type C 
STM, which okay. means no matter what display you have from Sharp NEC, when it has an STM slot, you can upgrade it to USB type C and you only need one cable to do everything. So that's, uh, let's say a very, very easy way to operate products in the meeting room. Um, and yeah, it's, and it's I think, yeah, I think this is what, what I think should be illustrated here is that this allows you to use the display technologies across all applications, not just have to have exactly. a dedicated retail signage display line versus a meeting room line. You can use uh, the same displays for both uh, for exactly. non-interactive applications. Um, command and control has always been an area that NEC has been part of. In fact, many years, um, you know, now the Sharp NEC brand, but, you know, back in the old days when it was just NEC Display Europe, you would have uh, partners partners uh, in your booth showing, Hyperwall is one of them, and I, I can't remember there was another big exactly. that you'd have in your booth showing some of the command and control applications. Will that be on display at ISC this year? Absolutely. So it's good that you mentioned Hyperwall because this year we bring it to the next level. So we never had so many devices connected and controlled by Hyperwall at our booth or at any booth at any um, exhibition. So the majority of the projectors and displays will get their content controlled by Hyperwall, uh, which is great. And also uh, Hyper Hyperwall will Hyperwall will be there as one of your partners in the booth again this year. Exactly. So okay. we have a, a massive installation. It will control Hyperwall technology, will control the majority of the contents, uh, especially the content of the big curved LED wall, which we are showing um, in the center of our booth in command and control. Um, that is also driven by Hyperwall 8 system. Excellent. Um, well, listen, I'm, I'm excited to... Uh... By the way, there's another product we didn't talk about, the, the Multisync E244F uh, displays. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's an, that has applications in lots of places. I mean, I think that, uh, yes. you know, as a desktop display, but also as a command and control center um, control display as well, um, that can be flipped to be a landscape or a portrait. That'll be in your booth as well, along yes, with the rest right. of the Multisync line, right? Yeah, uh, we're showing this this product actually in a, a bunch of different applications. It's very flexible and yeah. it's the one of the models that is coming from a new line of products. And some of them will have, again, USB type C, which enables people to have, let's say, a very clean installation uh, for their home office. But also in the office, they only need one cable to connect. So it's an, an umbrella message. You can use it in high-end, very demanding applications, but also for work from home and in your yeah. home office for hybrid work. Yeah, so it's so all be in the Sharp NEC Display Solutions Europe stand uh, in Hall 3 E600, same place they were last year. Uh, definitely go by there. I'm really, I'm, I'm you know, y'all actually think about the display from the standpoint of user interface rather than from the standpoint of a stand builder. Um, which I think is a big difference. I mean, I think the stand builder companies do some amazing displays, but what y'all have done over the years is really think about it from a user uh, in our world, you, our user experience, not just random user experiences, but user experiences of people that care about the Pro-EV uh, and the, and the uh, signage market. So uh, I, I'm, I'm going to guess that your booth's just going to be uh, mind boggling, but you also always have the best coffee in the show. So I don't know. <laughs> did you bring back the same coffee supplier? Because you always have the best coffee. That's, you, you, that's you, a you, question, Ian. You, you, you mentioned this last, last time, and then unfortunately you were unable to come because I, know, I got COVID. COVID. <laughs> so, so you have to, so we're looking forward to seeing you in per person and making sure you get hold of some of that coffee this year. 
It, it is the best coffee. Like it's the for it's better than the show coffee they sell. It's better than any of the coffee shops in town. Uh, it is the best coffee. So if if you come for nothing else, come by. There's many things to see. There's the many things to see, and then maybe we'll do coffee as a line extension as well. So you're very welcome, and we look forward Tell to seeing you. Tell the beans. Okay, listen. Gentlemen, thank you. Toby, Ian, thank you for doing this again. I love this comprehensive view. This kind of gets, you know, the truth of the matter is, you know, there's a couple hundred thousand people that aren't going to go to ISE. So we're going to bring that to them by we're going to come in, we're going to shoot individual product videos, but I'm also going to get to do my famous booth tour in the NEC booth. I'm excited about that. So you'll get a tour of this, uh, of this uh, sustainable uh, booth as the as it as as it is displayed as if you're on the show floor. So we're going to do that. All you have to do to see all of our ISE coverage is go to ratepubs.com slash ISE. Of course, you can always go to the web and find uh, Sharp NEC Display uh, Solutions Europe. Uh, Ian, Toby, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much, Gary. Look forward to seeing you. you. Uh, we'll see you in in Barcelona in just a few days. Will do. Great. Thank you very.